Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. What is going on, everybody? The Middlecoff, the Ring It Out podcast. It's early afternoon on the 4th of July, just poured myself a cocktail, wanted to, uh, you know, I was actually inspired. This man lived through an earthquake today, but I flipped on the television today, you know, day off for all of America. It's 4th of freaking July. I mean, uh, God, I love America. I uh, feel lucky enough I get to talk about football on 4th of July, but I, I didn't even think I was going to do a podcast. And then I saw Colin Coward, dude is working on the 4th, and I'm like, if Coward can work on the 4th, John Middlecoff can record a podcast. Uh, so I'm recording a podcast and there were a couple things that everyone kept sending me in, in my DMs. We'll get to the Middlecoff mailbag a little later. You can always slide up in the DMs at John Middlecoff is my Instagram handle, but everyone was sending me the rankings of Chris Sims. I guess he ranked all the quarterbacks and I, I, I was kind of dismissive of it. I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't even care. But then I kind of looked at it. I'm like, this is absurd. So I have to give my opinions on that. I guess this would have been July 3rd. July 3rd was kind of like my screw round day. I played a bunch of golf and, you know, the ESPN ticker went down. I looked and I saw Zeke had been exonerated by the league. He's not going to get suspended. But I, but I think the Cowboys have a Zeke Elliott problem right now. And then, as I promised, here until we've covered every division, uh, we've done the South and we've done the East in both the NFC and the AFC. Today we'll do the AFC North, which probably has, you could argue, the most polarizing team coming into the season in the Cleveland Browns, Odell Beckham, Baker Mayfield, Freddie Kitchens. But I, I, I got to start with this. Listen, I, I am not too proud to know what works in the media. Uh, clicks, if you run a website, matter. Like People, whenever I tweet something that they don't agree with, like, Middlecoff, just working for clicks. 
Like, guess what? I, I don't get any money off the clicks off Twitter. That's at Jack. He's the guy making all that cash. There's nothing, literally no business I work in where I get credit for clicks. I, I, I write for The Athletic. You, you have to pay to read the content. Like a podcast, you have to listen to it. So just if you click on it and then nothing happens, I, I don't get any credit. So I'm not really in the click business. That's a website thing. And I do think like people are in the clicks business. I'm not ignorant enough to act like Bleacher Report and Florio. Like, they're in the click business. Because to justify big ad dollars in that business, you have to get millions of people to click. And that's where I, I, I'm not saying that that statement doesn't have some validity four or five years ago. But I think it's never been less relevant. Unless you're pointing the finger at Florio or Bleacher Report, which are kings of the clicks. Now, obviously, Sims is kind of associated with Bleacher Report, works for Bleacher Report. I guess maybe not anymore, and now NBC, whatever. All the same shit for me. But he put out a top 20 list. And again, I, I got no problem with lists. But we, we do lists in NFL scouting. Like, rank me your top 20 players in your area. Rank me your top 20 free agents. Name me your top 50 picks in this draft. Well, not what you think it's going to be, but the players you like. Like that's That happens in real life. You rank free agents. Did it for years. You rank draft picks. Did it for years. You don't get as obsessed like ranking individual players in the league that you can't have, but it's a fun media exercise. So rank your top 40 quarterbacks. Cool list. Obviously, people are going to have differentiating opinions on this. But I think that if you do put Tom Brady number nine, if he is number nine on your quarterback list, and I don't even need to see what, you know, premises are your quarterback like who had the best season at 18 who's had the best careers I don't even know because it's irrelevant you put Tom Brady at nine erase your erase your list because no one cares or gives you any credibility when you do that under no circumstances I, I a gun to your head you can't put Tom Brady ninth like that that is that's not possible so that's when I really finally dove and looked at this list and I saw Tom Brady was nine I almost said, well, is this really worth doing a segment off of? Because I think the entire thing is bullshit. But if we're going to take the list seriously, which for this little segment I'm going to, it immediately becomes like null and void when Tom Brady's nine. You have Cam Newton ahead of Tom Brady. You have Deshaun Watson ahead of Tom Brady. Listen, I'm going to, okay, let's, I'll read you the top 15. Rodgers, Mahomes, Russell, Luck, Deshaun Watson, Big Ben, Matt Ryan, Cam, Tom Brady, then this guy 10, I don't know if you've heard of him, Drew Brees, Carson Wentz, who hasn't finished a season in two years above Phillip Rivers, Dak Prescott, Matt Stafford, Kirk Cousins, that's your top 15, Couple. then you got Cousins, Foles, Mayfield, Carr, Goff. Here are my biggest takeaways. Again, if I'm attempting to take this list seriously, like I said, the moment you see Tom Brady is nine, we all have the same reaction. But my next reaction is, under no circumstances, on God's green earth, based on what we know about these guys' careers, uh, their resumes, can Deshaun Watson be fifth? Because I, I was someone that bet on Deshaun Watson in that playoff game when they played the Indianapolis Colts, and he was horrific. Absolutely terrible. Now, do I like Deshaun Watson? Hell yes. Is he a franchise quarterback? I believe so. Is he everything that's good about football, high character, Winning college player, he's a total package. Always seems like he's smiling. Everything I've heard, he's a hard worker. I'm a big fan. But in no world, no world, Chris Sims or the world that I live in, can Deshaun Watson be fifth. 
based off what he's done in the NFL through two years, which last year he tore his ACL, and then this year at a home playoff game against a division rival looked like a JV player. I mean, his stats, to me, his stats were, they were better than it looked. He was 29 of 49. I think he threw for 230 yards and a pick and a touchdown. If you just asked me, what did Sean Watson do in that playoff game? I would have guessed completed 15 balls, threw for 150 yards, and was just hideous. Because he was. And again, like the player. But he can't be that high. And then, I also have a little problem with this. Uh, Baker Mayfield is like the apple of everyone's eye. He's way higher than he should be. Like, to me, he's not a top 20 quarterback right now. Can he become one? Can he become a top 10 quarterback? For sure. But the information I have, I just, I can't go there. And Jared Goff, who again, I have, I'm like, I have a bias for given that I root for him. He's from Northern California. And from Northern California, I just root for you. Then he went to Cal, grew up going to Cal games. But his physical skill set isn't really what I, like, my type guy. Like, I, I'm really more of a big arm guy. Like, I'll always lean with the Wences. With hell, even like the Derek Carrs. Big picture. I'll, I'm going to miss. But Jared Goff has become really good these last couple years. And I know he had a bad Super Bowl. Well, guess what? It was the Super Bowl against Bill Belichick. Jared Goff is not the 19th best quarterback right now. And in no world should Baker Mayfield or even Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins be ahead of him. Matt Stafford, like, I, I'm a sucker for Matt Stafford. Like, he's the type of guy, if I could have got Matt Stafford with... Andy Reid seven years ago, or Sean Payton, or a guy like that, I think we talk about Matt Stafford's career a lot, you know, just differently. And Carson Wentz above Phillip Rivers. We'd all agree that Carson Wentz has more physical talent. He's faster. I mean, he's probably stronger. He's obviously got a much more potent arm. But in no world, based on the information that we have, could... Carson Wentz be ahead of Phillip Rivers. Like, that's not possible. And then I thought, well, I'm talking a lot of shit, so I might as well just do my own top 10. Here would be my top 10. Tom Brady has to be one. This guy did not play that well last year, even though the statistics says he did, but the eye test was definitely off. Now I understand Khalil Mack fell into him early. But I'm giving this guy the benefit of the doubt. He's one of the best players I've ever seen play. I got Aaron Rodgers, too. Three, I got Andrew Luck. Four, I got Drew Brees. Because I do think that Drew Brees... Looked a little off down the stretch. Looked a little old. I mean, he is old. He's 40 years old. But I think when you really dove into their team, they were kind of two players. They were dependent on catching all their balls. Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. They didn't really have anything else. I got Russell Wilson five. I'll go to the mat for Russell Wilson. I mean, he's one of the, to me, he's one of the truly special, unique players I've ever seen play football. And in a big game, if you tell me Russell Wilson's my quarterback, I'll feel good driving to the stadium. Patrick Mahomes, obviously just based on last year, he was incredible and it was as good as it got in the NFL. But it was only his first year starting. I'd base like what you've done in the league, I do factor in. I do think he can become the best of this group, obviously. He's got a guy that could win multiple MVPs. Everyone in Kansas City will tell you. It's obvious the talent, but the character, the just the way he conducts himself, just how happy his optimistic vibe is. Like he's a total package. I'm betting on him. But I, I didn't. I, I couldn't put him ahead against all these guys. They've just accomplished way more. That's not saying I don't like him as much. Uh, seven, Matt Ryan. Everyone thinks he's terrible. He threw 35 touchdowns and seven picks last year. His defense was atrocious. He's been really good now for two or three years. Uh, I'm. I, I got Matt Ryan's back. Eight, Rivers. Uh, I'm a big Phillip Rivers guy. I think he's a great regular season player. It does piss me off that he doesn't play as well in big games in the playoffs. But I, I do think these next couple years, they have a roster that's good enough to win a Super Bowl. And again, I'm just, 
I got Phillip Rivers back like Matt Ryan. Big Ben, this is a little more based on what he's accomplished, but I'm sorry. Like Deshaun Watson and Cam Newton, I've seen Big Ben win so many more big games than obviously Cam Newton. Hell, then Matt, you could make the argument that it is a that it's a uh, disservice to Ben on my list to be below Matt Ryan. Now, I just think Matt Ryan's playing way better right now than Big Ben, but this is a big year for Big Ben. And then 10, I, you know, clearly Wentz is more talented than Dak, and I would take a good Wentz season over a good Dak year. But I, when you get hurt a lot, I factor that in. So I got Dak 10, but I would have Wentz right there. And again, Wentz is the type player that can immediately next year be like number five on my list. You know, and, and Dak doesn't have that capability. But I do have to factor in, Dak's played three seasons, he's never missed a game, and two of those, he's played in playoff games. Like, Wentz, his team gets to the playoffs, he's just never there to do it. Again, I'm a Carson Wentz guy, and that's why these lists are kind of really difficult, and people are going to differ with my list, but I think we all can agree that Tom Brady, on any list, on it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, has to be number one. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you're hiring for your small business, You want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses Get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. 
Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. While everyone is, at least of recording this, no one knows where Kawhi Leonard is going to go. Probably the biggest news... uh, in between, like the last big guy signing in the NBA, it was this kind of report that came out from the NFL. Maybe it was Zeke. I, I don't know. I can't even keep up. I was on the golf course when it came out. Clearly, the NFL said he's not going to be suspended. And, you know, that's for a guy that's already been suspended, I thought they did get it right. I mean, having watched that TMZ video where they're in Vegas, like, you should not get suspended for that. And I have kind of defended Zeke uh, because he has a long resume now. When he was coming out of Ohio State, like word in the NFL, I don't, I don't know if the media necessarily talked about this a lot, but a big, a big red flag on Zeke was that him and Bosa, the older one, Joey, were big party guys. And it wasn't just like there might have been some, some like drugs involved. Like they were like ravers. I mean, those dudes partied hard. But both of them were so goddamn good. And don't get me wrong, I'm not a moral high horse guy. I would have drafted either one. I actually didn't love Joey that much coming out. I was wrong. But Zeke, I thought was a superstar and a superstar. Like, that stuff doesn't bother me when you're elite. And it doesn't bother anyone in the NFL when you're elite, really. So, but I think a lot of teams were just wary with those two guys. Now, granted, with an Urban Meyer prospect, you always need to red flag him. Because you never know. Like, let's just look at Urban Meyer. You know, there's some sketchy stuff coming out of his program. Then, he's had multiple incidences in the pros. He had the one where he pulled that chick's, you know, bathing suit down in the parade. He had the other one that became the he said, she said, where she said there was a domestic, you know, incident. Uh, He ultimately was suspended for that. Then there was this thing. Now, this thing, I would say, is a whole lot of nothing. But when you have a guy like Zeke... It's just been drip, 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 drip. It's always something. And a couple of them, even me, who I don't, it's not like I know the guy, but I feel like I've kind of defended him. I'm like, I, you know, I'm not comfortable with the NFL suspending a player when it's just a he said, she said, or just some random hookup. And again, I, I always resort back to the, to the, like the main point of if he did it, he should be in jail. But I got no clue. And clearly the NFL has no clue either. And I, I'm just always uncomfortable with these issues. But like this one was an easy one for the NFL. He didn't do anything. But I do think Zeke has shown a consistent ability to put himself in bad spots for whatever reason. Like I, I heard someone say the other day, and it's so true. Like the media makes a really big job over like Roger Goodell has way too much power. You know who really doesn't care? The majority of the NFL players. You know why? Because they never have to meet with Roger Goodell. You know the percentage of players in the NFL that never once get even remotely close to doing something stupid? It's probably like above 90%. The overwhelming majority of guys in the NFL just do the right things. Just live life like me or you. They go to work. They come home. They have a girlfriend. They have a wife. They have a kid. They do whatever. Maybe they're single, but they're just normal humans, right? They eat. They work out. they, They just do normal human things and avoid trouble. So, like, Zeke's somewhat of an outlier. But Zeke also, if Zeke was an undrafted free agent, he would have been cut two issues ago. But talent exceeds your issues every time. And it should. 
The, 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 the NFL is not in the moral high compass business. They're in the winning football games business. And I'll promise you this, Zeke Elliott will help any team win football games. He's one of the best running backs in the league. And for them, he's very, very important. But I think Jerry has a problem on his hands. Like Amari, Amari's more of a projection as a player. Like, can he sustain this? Can he become a consistent you know, player? But as a, as a person, you don't worry about it at all. Same with Dak. Dak's all on the field. As a person, you don't care at all. Demarcus Lawrence last year, you saw with the Cowboys. They kind of slow played him. They weren't sure on the character stuff, even though they'd been around him. And then they weren't sure he was just playing for a contract year. And now they feel very comfortable with him, right? And for if you think about it, the Cowboys, who kind of have this history of this renegade team, because in the 90s, the White House, all that stuff they were doing, the hookers, the cocaine. When you look at their team now, like Dak, high character guy. Amari, high character guy. Jason Witten, high character guy. All their offensive linemen, high character guy. Sean Lee, like man of the year. Van Der Esch, seems like a high level guy. Jalen Smith, how do you not root for that guy? Like the majority of their team, beside a couple of the D linemen and Zeke, feel like pretty good guys. But obviously Jerry has a pretty good feel for when they got a red flag guy. One of their best players, you know, over this decade was Des Bryant, big red flag guy. But Zeke, like Jerry wants to pay you. That was his pick and it was a little, I wouldn't say controversial at the time. But whenever you take a running back that high, people are like, what? Well, Jerry's been proven he was right, right? But it's time for you to kind of get it together. Because if I'm Jerry Jones, under no circumstances can I hand Zeke a big contract this offseason. Not because I'm worried about him as a player. He dominates. Because I'm worried about he's going to do something so stupid he's going to spend it for eight games. Like he can't even go to a concert and not get in a fight with his girlfriend and end up bumping you know, a, uh, a security guard. And again, I think that is so stupid it doesn't mean anything to me. If it's 99% of players. But it's this guy that has this resume of doing stupid stuff. Look at Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt just can't avoid trouble. He's just always in something. He's always in the headline. He was in it in Kansas City. He was in it before he even got to Kansas City. And now he's in it again. Same with, you know, it's a deal with Tyreek Hill. Like some of these guys, for whatever reason, just find themselves. It was always my issue with Reuben Foster. Even when I defend some of these guys... It's like, bro, you, you can only have the cops come to your house like three times before I'm out. Like Alden Smith, I was like, even even after he hit the tree with drinking, it was like the second time he'd been in trouble. I was like, you know, it's football. He should be allowed to play Sunday. He was. Uh, he actually practiced that morning. He's probably still hung over. He's probably still drunk. But again, like I, I got a little Al Davis in me. I'm not affected by that stuff. But after you get some involvement with the police like the fourth time, fifth time, I'm out on you. Like, Jameis Winston, I kind of, I said, hey, I'd stay by his back, have his back, have his back. By the Uber? By the Uber? I'm out. Like, Zeke, I'm teetering. Now, Zeke is still so damn good, I'm not jumping off the bandwagon. But he has one more issue. If I'm Jerry Jones, I'm just letting him play his contract out and I'm not paying him. But even right now, there's no chance I'm paying him this offseason. He's proven that his judgment's poor. Like We know that for a fact. Like, that's not even an opinion. And I think this is... This always kind of makes sports fun in the sense that we always in you know in football have three or four elite players that can't seem to get it right. Now it's not fun in the sense when you're talking about domestic violence and stuff like that. I mean it's terrible. Uh, so that probably not the best adjective to use to describe it, but it's always you know makes for these talking points because what should you and should you not do with these situations? And I don't know if there's ever a right or wrong answer. Well, the answer is always right when the guy consistently keeps getting in trouble. You should always get rid of him. Uh, But certain guys turn their life around. And is Zeke going to be one of those guys that kind of can get on the straight and narrow? 
Or is it going to be one of those people that, like, in three years had two more incidents and playing on his third team? I I, I don't know. Uh, and I think that's probably the hardest part for where Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys stand right now. Okay, let's dive into the AFC North and, and the over-unders. You know, what's crazy about this division is that the majority of my adult life, and anyone probably listening to this under 40, I mean, this division's been dominated by two teams, Steelers and the Ravens. Marvin Lewis had a couple moments here and there. I actually thought his team, the year the year Hugh Jackson, his last year as the offensive coordinator, I, I thought that team was absolutely stacked. I mean, that team was good. Uh, and then Andy Dalton broke his thumb. A.J. McCarron came in, rest is history. But that team was really good. But for the most part, the Steelers, Ravens, dominate this division for a long period of time, right? Big reason, because beside the Marvin Lewis era, the Browns have played zero factor. They have been horrendous. They've been the laughing, you know, them and probably the Raiders have been the laughing stock of probably the NFL over the last 20 years. But this is easily, by a country mile, the best Browns team, probably by a wide margin of that period of time, right? Or I guess they left for a while in whatever year they came back. Like, what was that, early 2000s? Uh, and then you look, the Steelers, it's probably their... I would say biggest question mark team over that era. The Ravens have a new quarterback for the first time since when? 07? 08? It's been a long time since Joe Flacco has not been the starting quarterback heading into a season. And it's not like they just have a random starting quarterback. I mean, they got a run first starting quarterback. So they went from Joe Flacco, who literally just couldn't move, but throw it 100 yards down the field, was very hit or miss. But he was the prototypical pocket quarterback to now the complete opposite of that. And then you have the Bengals, which, going through a coaching change, first time in what seems like 20 years. I think Marvin Lewis was there like 13 or 14 years. With a guy relatively unknown and probably their worst roster in forever. Let's start with the favorite. The betting favorite right now is the Cleveland Browns at plus 125. I've been saying over and over, and I've talked about the Browns this offseason, I think that's nuts. On paper, they are excellent. They are probably, you could make an argument, best roster in football, uh, assuming that Baker Mayfield has like a Pro Bowl level season. If Baker Mayfield's a Pro Bowler, if I just if I know that right now, I'd be like, yeah, they got the best roster in football. But here's the thing. Football, and clearly the NFL, and same with college football, and you could argue high school too. I'm less than a mile away from De La Salle. Like, would they win if me or you were the head coach? No. They, they have an infrastructure there that matters. I mean, their coaching is a big deal. They had the famous coach for whatever, and then one of his like protégés that had played there and been an assistant took over. So he kind of it'd be like Josh McDaniels taking over, but he he knows the drill. So coaching really matters, and that to me is the biggest Browns question mark because their off season they gave up nothing for Odell Beckham. They gave up an average safety pick seventeen and a third-round pick. That's the easiest trade they'll ever make. For Odell Beckham Jr., one of the most talented non-quarterbacks any position in the NFL. I'm not saying most productive. I'm just saying pure talent. They also added Olivier Vernon because they have a ton of cap space. That's a good little sneaky add. Uh, Huge year for Baker Mayfield. I mean, the first time he's going to start a week one as a starting quarterback. Remember last year, Tyrod Taylor. We think, in theory, he has a real coach, but the pressure's immense. John Dorsey's an egomaniac. He loves his control. I won't put him baseball level, like micromanaging as a GM. I don't know if you follow baseball, but Brody Van Wagenen will be at home when the Mets are on the road and will call the people 
in the clubhouse and tell them to go tell Mickey Calloway to change pitchers. I'm not saying that they're going to do that. Now, the Browns do have a history. Remember, Ray Farmer a couple years ago got nailed texting the coaches. But I, I just, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not going to be the first guy to bet on the Browns. Now, once they prove they can win the division, I'll bet on them next year. Now, the odds won't be as good. But it just, you won't find John Middlecoff jumping on that bandwagon. I've, I've gone third person now twice on this podcast. Might be a record. But I, I'm not doing that. Now, I do think, here's the thing. I, I think they their they're over-under is nine. I probably at worst would push it or go over. I think they'll win nine or ten games. The team that I think wins this division, though, is the Steelers. Plus 190, the culture, they got rid of one of the most productive six-year stretches we've ever seen out of any player, Antonio Brown. He's a first-bout Hall of Famer, in my opinion. He's incredible. He's awesome. But he was a major issue for them. Like he clearly hated the quarterback. He didn't get along with guys. It was a problem. Uh, Juju, who won't probably be as good as Antonio. I mean, I, I feel pretty confident saying he won't be as good as Antonio. But he's pretty damn good. No team in the league drafts receivers better than the Steelers. They, last year, they drafted James Washington from Oklahoma State in the second round. He should take a big jump. Obviously, getting rid of Le'Veon Bell, who actually didn't even play last year, so really doesn't impact them. James Conner proved to be pretty good. They had a. I love their draft pick, getting Bush, the kid from Michigan, because a couple years ago I thought they were the best team in football. Then Ryan Shazier had that horrific accident. Uh, I think they were playing the Bengals that night, and you know, thank God he can walk again. But th- their defense wasn't the same. So if Bush can just be eighty percent of what Shazier was, that would be a huge, huge help for that defense. Their their front. I mean, they've been near the uh, NFL leaders as a total team in sacks the last couple years. They can pressure the quarterback. Their just middle linebacker has been a huge hole. And Big Ben in that offense will play well. So that they would probably be my pick. The Ravens, I you know, I, I don't like this team at all. Uh, I'm going under 8.5. I mean, when you have a quarterback that can't throw, I, I red flag your team. Uh, are you going to run the wing tee? Now, you added Mark Ingram. I like Mark Ingram. He's a good player. To go with Hollywood Brown, who they drafted in the first round, another good player. Earl Thomas, good player. Now they lost Weddle, lost the D Lyman, lost CJ Mosley. Like they they always lose free agents. I don't know why. Ozzy and now I think it's DaCosta, the new GM. They refuse to sign free agents. Like, hey guys, part of drafting, you don't just re-sign like Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. You also can re-sign other solid players. You guys understand the salary cap is no longer sixty million; it's almost two hundred. Like you can re-sign other guys, but they just never re-sign other guys. I mean, their own guys. They just let them walk, like good players. They re-sign their superstars, but they just don't re-sign like their solid role players. You know, that aren't that even that expensive. Now, I, I understand C.J. Mosley. I wouldn't give him seventy-five million dollars either. But God, I mean, they, they have let so many players over the years walk. Now, part of that was Flacco's contract. Also think that's a sneaky out for them. They just check out their history. They love those comp picks. Uh, also, I added Earl Thomas. We'll see coming back from a broken leg. I know he's made some comments. You know, his defense, historically, that he's played in is pretty basic. Uh, this is easily the most complex defense he's played in. So, you know, we'll see. I, I just, to me, they're a 6-7 win team. And the Bengals, I, I can't even begin to break down their roster. I, I just can't. I don't care. They're, they're just not very good. I think the question's going to be, you know, if they're way out of it in like October, would you trade A.J. Green or Geno Atkins? Because they're, they're kind of like an NBA team that's not going to be good but has some real, a couple really good players. Uh, do you trade those two guys? Because could you get like a couple seconds? Uh, and you're like, seconds? Well, it's just, yeah, people ain't trading first for guys over 30 years old. 
Uh, especially AJ. He's had a bunch of injuries. Now, Geno's a stud, but I'd have to check how old he is. But to me, they feel like a prime candidate for – Geno Atkins is a good player. Uh, a prime candidate for, you know, just kind of reset. He's 31 years old. So, yeah, he's just – these guys aren't their two best players, just aren't spring chickens. And then, I mean, the football gods, their first round pick, the offensive lineman from Alabama, is uh, Jonah Williams, Taurus Peck. <laughs> He's going to miss the season. I think it's like the second time that's happened to the Bengals in like four years. Talk about luck. God, I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy, my biggest rival. That, that's terrible. So I, I like the Steelers plus 190. I like them and the Browns, both over nine. Bengals under six. Ravens under eight and a half. This, depending on how good, if the Browns are good and the Steelers are just what they normally are, this is a solid division. Because even I, I don't love the Ravens. I, they're just not the funnest team to play. They're always tough on defense. And just you, know, when you're facing the wing tee for the first time, you never know what's going to hit you. And the Bengals, I mean, I, it wouldn't shock me if the Bengals won like two games. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. 
cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Okay, let's dive into the Middlecoff mailbag before we get on to 4th of July festivities. Okay, how come nobody is talking about the Drew Brees and his diminished arm strength? After the Cowboys game, and maybe it was because the boys provided a blueprint, but I find it unlikely, it seemed his arm strength was nowhere to be found and their offense was not the same at all. He couldn't throw deep, he's older, it's a long season, so that could be the reason, or an injury kept quiet. Is there something in the that people in the league are keeping secret or just not talking about because I haven't heard much of a subject, if at all? If I'm a Saints fan, I would be very concerned. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, sometimes old players maybe just ran out of gas. I, You know, I don't know. They were, you know, a bad P.I. Uh, call in the NFC Championship game from being in the Super Bowl. So, I, and I think at the end of the day, they probably now, with Nick Foles being in Jacksonville, have the best quarterback, have the best backup quarterback in the NFL. So if you told me Teddy Bridgewater, you know, Drew got hurt and had to take over, like, they're still probably a playoff team. So, you know, I, I watched, obviously, the Cowboys game. I actually bet on the Cowboys. just thought it was a tough matchup. One, one thing, the underrated part about the Saints last year, and this speaks to Breeze and definitely the coach, they had two legitimate passing threats, catching threats. Alvin Kamara, the running back, who's remarkable, and Michael Thomas, who's a beast. But they didn't have a second wide receiver. Tight end was kind of a question mark. So that's it. Now, Kamara and and Michael Thomas are blue chippers, so it's like you can make up for it a little bit. But it's not like they this wasn't you know the greatest show on turf. It's not like you know he just he couldn't find anyone. Who's he throwing to? Uh, so I I don't know. I, I I'm yet to red flag it. He's never had a great arm. He's a guy that hangs his hat on accuracy. He is not a big arm guy. So it's it's hard for me. Like to me, it didn't look that much different. Big Detroit Lions fan here, and I was wondering why most of the mainstream media never talk about the franchise. Seems like as long as I've been a fan, we don't get enough attention. Well, because, I mean, I'm not trying to be an asshole here, but your franchise is kind of irrelevant on the football landscape. How many playoff games have they won? I'm 34 years old, born in 1984. Did Barry ever win a playoff game? Have the Lions won a playoff game in my lifetime? I mean, I'm being serious. Now, obviously, I, I can't remember the 80s, early 90s. I, did they win one in the late 90s? So you just, when you always suck, we don't talk about you. We talk about good teams. And you're not, it'd be one thing if you were in New York or L.A. or something, but, you know, you're not, is Detroit a top 10 market? So I, it gets to numbers. It's all, it's all based, again, not trying to be an a-hole, but all, all this stuff, like, I, I know what people want to talk about. My, my most listened to podcast since I've been doing one for Colin Coward, was when I led with the New York Giants. That was my most listened to podcast. I led with the New York Giants talking about Daniel Jones. Now, I've only I've only done a couple drafts, and that's probably the most polarizing thing to happen in a draft, you know, since I've been doing this podcast. But it shows you, like, big markets resonate. 
There's a reason Philly, obviously New York, L.A., like the Yankees, the Lakers, you know, the Giants. Detroit's not a big team in any of the sports besides college football. We, we talk about you in Michigan football. Why? Because historically they've been good. I, I think it's more you just got to win. You know, the, the, I hear that all the time around here with the Raiders fans. Like, talk about us more. Win. If you win, we will. No one ever talked about the Golden State Warriors. Then they got Steph, Clay, and Draymond, and Kevin Durant came, and that's all anyone talks about for three years. Winning cures it all. So I, I think you'd be best off if the Ford family sold the team and got a, got a fresh start. I like the Dallas Cowboys, so there's many strengths about this roster. We got dudes in a lot of positions, but not sure on Dak. Can you break down his game? Strengths, weaknesses, also what you like and don't like about him, and what you think about him getting a contract. Well, I've talked a lot about the contract. I would not pay him right now unless he'd give me a team-friendly deal. I would make him play out this year. I would probably pay Amari right now because just it's more sensible to get him under contract. Uh, I don't want to have to franchise Dak, but if I have to do it, I have to do it. Now, ultimately, if Dak's balling this year and we're in first place, I'll extend him by, like, November. His strengths are pretty obvious. Uh, he has the size you look for. He has an above-average arm. Uh, he's pretty accurate to me on just the basic stuff. I mean, it's not ideal, but he's more than accurate enough in the short and intermediate. Uh, athleticism speaks for itself. He can make plays on the ground that maybe a handful of quarterbacks in the NFL can. To me, his best attribute is, and I don't know how you quantify this, but there's some clutch gene to him. Like I've watched him have multiple games where he just looked like crap in the first half, and he plays better in the second half. Think how, I mean, just human nature to go into the tank when things are going against you. That's kind of what separates players, but it separates people in life. When, when shit's not going your way, do you tap out or do you keep going? Can you just kind of stay in the right frame of mind? To me, Dak has that. He's always played well in second halves of games when he started poorly. Uh, I said his deep accuracy, ball accuracy is probably his biggest question mark, but when Amari got there, it felt better. And just consistency. Like, can he be consistently accurate against good defenses? Uh, can he pick you apart? This is the growth of any young quarterback. Like, can you put the offense in his lap where he can go to the line of scrimmage, he can check plays, uh, he can see a coverage and flip it, he can just take full ownership of the offense. It's clear that he's smart enough. Uh, his teammates rally around him. Like, to me, all of his positives are really off-the-field stuff and then the on-the-field stuff that you can't really you know, quantify when I say like the clutch gene, because I, I would say his arm like leaves a little to be desired. Like he wouldn't have been my favorite player coming out of Mississippi state. Now he's a lot better than I thought he would be, but it's just like when he gets in a rhythm, can he just pick you apart? And I'm not, when running is not even available, can he just, can he have a game where he goes 30 to 36? And if you're paying a guy 30 plus million dollars a year, you'd like to have that guy have that in the bag. I'm a Dak fan because to me, the intangible stuff, matters a lot. And I'm not talking the high character stuff. Like that's just, yeah, you, most quarterbacks are high character. I'm talking about the intangible in a game when you're playing like crap, can it? You, can you be completely unaffected? Can you have three quarters that look like you're an undrafted free agent and then the fourth quarter throw three touchdowns? Like to me, that's what separates real, a lot of players. You know, I've seen it for years with like Steph Curry and Clay. They can look horrendous for a long period of time. They're unaffected by failure. And I do think think there's a little of that in Dak. He's unaffected by failure. And most humans, I mean, we all, you all, to me, this is somewhat of a learned attribute. 
Now, some of us learn it later in life, but can you overcome when things are shitty? Whatever you're doing. And for Dak, I would say my biggest hang-up is going to be, even when he overcomes that, sometimes it's physical limitations. Uh, You know, he's not, he doesn't throw the ball like Aaron Rodgers. Now, you can say how many weak-arm quarterbacks have won Super Bowls in the last 15 years. Not that many, you know. But you can win a lot of games with an Alex Smith. And I do think that Dak is more physically gifted than Alex. Alex was definitely more accurate. I think Dak has a little more arm strength. I think you can win with Dak. I think you can win with Dak. But I'd like to see it for one more year. Is a roundabout way of, of kind of getting there. Deep question. I mean, it's a hard question to answer. Why is everyone so down on the Giants? They went 4-4 four and four in the second half of the season and lost eight games by less than seven points. Saquon is a beast. The offensive line has improved, and the Patriots proved in the playoffs that running the ball can win games. I also think Eli is way better than everyone thinks he just had semblance of an O-line in the last five or six years, and he would already be a Hall of Fame lock. Yeah, I would agree if his offensive line had been better the last five or six years, he would have been you know, a Hall of Fame lock. But I can't agree that I think I don't think Eli's good anymore. I do. I agree with you that Saquon is special. They replaced Odell Beckham with Golden Tate. You know, this might not be the biggest loss given that Eli can just feed Golden Tate on slants and outs all day long. To me, the question, their defense is horrendous. Just go to the two deep, look at their defense. It's awful. Who are they going to stop? Now, even if Eli saw, even if the offense throws up some points, to me, they're a six-win team at best because their defense is atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. Uh, huge Derek Carr fan, but is it safe to say that this is the last year in Oakland? And if so, would you have to see from... Okay, let me reread this. Uh, huge Derek Carr fan, but is it safe to say that this is his last year in Oakland? And if so, what would you have to see from him for Carr to keep his job? So now you just got to slow down a little bit. Can't read too fast. You know, I'm not a Harvard grad. I would say that if they win games... And for the Raiders, seven, eight wins would be pretty good given their schedule. And if they win eight games, that means Derek probably throws 35-plus touchdowns. He's safe. But if they go 4-12, and 12, like if you're going 4-12, and 12, it's not just your defense is atrocious. You're probably not playing that well on offense. He will get cut. And I think this speaks for both the two Bay Area guys. Jimmy Garoppolo and Derek Carr can be cut after this season for like a combined $7 million of dead cap. I think Jimmy's three and Derek's like four. So both those two guys have to play well. Like, if they are atrocious, if Jimmy gets hurt again, I don't even know. But if Derek just does not play well, then he will get cut. But if Derek plays well, that means they will win some games, probably not make the playoffs, their schedule is just too hard, and he'll be fine. And you just keep him. And you just use your two first-round picks next year on other guys. But I I, I do think this is kind of a make-or-break year for both guys in the Bay. Jimmy has to prove that he can stay on the field. And Derek just has to prove that him and John are a match made and... You know, John makes 10, Derek's makes 25, $35 million heaven. Because I know one number that's not changing, and that's John Gruden. He's going to be paid $10 million the following season. And then the following season, and that would be four, and then six more years. So he's get, time's on his side. Time's not on Derek. You got Antonio Brown, you signed Tyrell Williams, you drafted the first-round running back. Uh, you know, you drafted a first-round offensive tackle a year ago, which might be a stretch. But you signed Trent Brown. You still got Gabe Jackson. You still got Rodney Hudson. Like you got players. It's time to it's time to time to prove that that MVP guy, which I believed in, I was as big of a Derek fan as you will find. But the last couple years, I haven't liked what I've seen. Now I'm not writing them off, but it's 
you know, it's time. The time, the time is a now. And I'm looking forward to watching. I, I, I think they are one of the, they're obviously the Hard Knocks team, but just them, Antonio Brown, Tyrell Williams, Gruden, and Carr, and a good offensive line, in theory, again, Tom Cable's involved, so it can be a disaster at any moment. But I, I, I'm pretty fired up to see it. I'm fired up that you guys listened on the day after 4th of July, or maybe the day after weekend of 4th of July. Hope you're enjoying it. Uh, appreciate all your support. And uh, throw back a few cold ones. And enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the summer. It's the best time of year. It's just the absolute best, man. Uh, and women. Godspeed. Adios. Peace. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.